Welcome back to the Balanced Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renzipin. As always, elated to be in the room with you, virtual and in person one day soon, I hope. Welcome, welcome, guys. We are still in the middle of one of the most fantastic months that you can have. It's March. Spring is on the rise. It's National Social Workers Month. Heads up to all of the social workers in the world doing amazing work, whether you used to be a social worker or whether you are, we love you so much. And of course, this is International Women's Month on top of everything else. I think we're ruling. Sorry, guys. I know we have a few brave men that are listening to this and we love you so much, but it's our month. So you got to back up and hand your wife the podcast episode. All right. So today, I would love to introduce you to this beautiful woman who is literally taking time away from her three-month-old baby girl who is super, uber precious and you just want to eat her up all just to have a chat with you, to let you guys ask her anything you want via Nikita's mind because I have all the questions from all of you guys that come to me over and over again when we're dealing with magical people like this woman. So let me introduce. We are welcoming in Miss Lauren Boyd. She's an entrepreneur, attorney, a podcast host, boop, boop, little bias there, but we love her all the more, speaker and proud mama, as you know. She's dedicated to helping entrepreneurs gain confidence in their legal foundation. As a woman who's practicing balance inside and out, she's creating a culture for all of the women attorneys that work for her. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second as well as for herself. She is not playing on any level. Lauren empowers entrepreneurs to build a strong foundation for their business through the relationships, focused legal advice, and everything else that's necessary for them so they can do it without fear. Lauren, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? I am so happy to be here with you. You are just so like a ball of energy. It's (laughs) infectious. You are infectious. Thank you. I remind my husband of that when I'm waking him up at three o'clock in the morning because of my energy. (laughs) And he's like, go to sleep. It's it's not the time. No conversations right now. But I had a really good idea. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Lauren, I would love for you to tell everyone just a little bit more about what inspired you to start working in the way that you are, because not all attorneys are doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I think it's because I never anticipated being a lawyer. Like I was not that little girl that was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I don't have any lawyers in my family. This was not like my predestined career. Um, I actually went to school for, yes, sounds super fun, finance. (laughs) But I did did double in entrepreneurship. So my second major was entrepreneurship. And if I'm being, I feel like I can be totally honest here. Absolutely. I think I wanted to go into law because I'm nosy. I wanted to get people's, I wanted to know, I wanted to know the, like the, the good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to be on the inside of businesses. And when I was in the entrepreneurship program, we had mock legal counsel from third year law students. And it literally just struck a chord with me. And I was like, that is what I want to do. And so I applied to law school, literally like threw my name in the hat, like last minute, one school, like, yeah, maybe this will work out. Mm-hmm. Got in and I just focused like blinders on in business. And really just, I knew I wasn't going to do litigation. I wanted to be transactional. I wanted to be like a partner with them. I really wanted to be there to support them day to day. And I I knew that that was long-term vision. But Mm -hmm. first I went into corporate law for several years, negotiated 
almost $3 billion in commercial Mm -hmm. international contracts. And it was, we talked about this earlier, trial by fire. Yes. (laughs) Um, It was amazing, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want anybody else's job. I remember using to hear um, people say that they missed their kid's soccer game Mm -hmm. or that they weren't around. And, you know, I was actually raised by entrepreneurs and I remember I could call my dad at any time and he would answer no matter who was in the room and be like, hey, do you need something? I'm in a meeting. And I'd say, no, I'm good. But great. I'll call you right back. Yeah. And, but he always answered every time. And my husband, who I love dearly, does not work in a career that he can do that. Yeah. Um, and so I really felt strongly that that was something I wanted to be for our family. I wanted to be the person that could be there. Mm-hmm. And um, I just had to dream it up. So one day, actually, at dinner with my then boyfriend, now husband, <laughs> this crazy idea. I think I'm going to quit my corporate law job. And I know I could go someplace else, but. I think I want to start my own firm. Do you want to move in and help me pay the mortgage? Oh, what a sexy call to action. <laughs> He's like, look, those benefits. Uh, yeah. Hashtag. That's why he became so your husband. He moved in and he like has fully, fully supported the dream. Wow. And I really just wanted to focus on growing roots, my community. It's been incredible to, I feel like so many of my clients and their, I'm also their clients. Yeah. I use their products, whatever it is. It's just become a beautiful relationship. And I honestly can't imagine any other way now. No, that is, that's such a good point. I would like to dovetail backwards because you, you had gems all layered (laughs) throughout that story from um, the point that you just made, the latter point of working with clients that feel so good and that are so right for you, because that's a whole nother episode, right? Like Mm. having clients that bring out the best in you, right? And so you can over deliver without feeling overwhelmed and and all those good juicy things that we know as entrepreneurs and professionals that are listening to the BBP as well. A lot of you are what we call um, micro business owners. Like a lot of lawyers are micro business owners. You might work in the law firm, but you have to go and get your own clients in some cases. Mm -hmm. So you feel like you're dealing with many of the challenges that quote unquote traditional entrepreneurs do. I didn't know until recently that a lot of bankers are like that. I had no idea that when you have a certain like SVP, VP role in a bank, you have to go and get more customers for that bank. So they feel like they have these pockets of small businesses within the company, which in and of itself is another episode. But when you were talking about being a client of your client because they're so good in their ethics and their integrity and their dedication, which is one of the reasons that you're attracted to supporting them through your firm and the other ways that you resource them is so refreshing to hear because there's a small group of us in my ecosystem that feel the same way. Most of my clients, I've purchased things, I've received services, I've gone on retreats with all of that because they are like, the best humans that I've met so far and all the future clients that are listening, you're, you're potentially a good human too. We'll see. But, (laughs) (laughs) but just that in and of itself is a high attribute of you that you're willing to put your money where your mouth is. I appreciate that. And I think it's, it just shows that you, you know, I've always tried to brand us as a mix of accessible, but also like a luxury service. I I am very, very specific on how our customers, our clients go through their journey and how they're supported by our team. I am like 
painstakingly in, involved in how how that all flows together yeah. so that they feel really taken care of. And I think the people who appreciate that are the people who do that same thing in their business. Yeah. I, for example, I have a, a wonderful client that has a beautiful hair care line and salon and she was doing a pop-up and it, and, and I am the person who had just ordered shampoo and conditioner on Amazon because, you know, it gets delivered the next day. I'll be honest. And I was there and her stuff is, my husband would kill me if he knew how much stuff, Uh how much that cost. Uh But she believes in her product when she delivered a beautiful experience in just handing me, like in in what hair care products she selected for me from to the detail on how she bagged them. She had custom totes made custom tissue paper made Mm -hmm. she has a whole concept of when you bring back your tote bag you get travel size like refills for free she has a beautiful concept it was an experience and I think being part of being able to serve them well is understanding the experience that they give to their clients and what their business means to the people that come to their their place of work and so it it's been so fun to find a way to become their client or their customer mm-hmm. because I get to experience like what they hold so precious. Oh. Um, and I don't think of it that that way that often. So I yeah. love that you wanted to pause on that. Well, because it's a, I don't think we honor ourselves enough. Right. And of course you're not going to see it because you're in it, you're doing it, you're minding your business, you know, <laughs> you know, keeping your head down and serving your clients. But as someone on the outside, I can look at that and say, hold on, wait a minute. Like this is, this is not normal. Okay. Like that's, that's not a typical attribute of a high level, high functioning entrepreneur. I wish it was, but you are what some would call a bit of an anomaly. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I roll in the anomaly circles. So I like it. (laughs) Something else that you said in those kind of layers of gems that you were dropping about, like how you came to this space, um, the, the highlighted point for me was that this wasn't a dream. This was something you kind of organically fell into. And I want to just speak to that for a moment because a lot of people who are listening are at a crossroads. Um, we, about 80% of our listeners are entrepreneurs and the others are kind of like high-level professionals or what we call careerpreneurs, those analytical mm. creatives. So their roles might be engineer and marketing, you know, like kind of combined. And often they're listening to Balance Boldly because they want more tools for how to, you know, manage the burnout, the, the survival mundaneness that might be happening in different pockets of their life so they can thrive in their version of work, life, and love. And some of the things that often come up when people are at that crossroads, crossroads is, is it okay to pivot? I'm, I'm shaky on that word because I think we're all tired of the P-I-V-O-T word in the last <laughs> two years with pandemic. But for all of you listening, you know what I mean, even though I don't mean I to overuse reimagine. it. Reimagine. See, this is why I like you. Yes, Lauren, we are going to reimagine <laughs> that space of what you can do next because they typically default to what I said I was going to do this mm-hmm. other thing when I was 12, 15, 17, 22 years old. Um, I only ever saw myself as possibly doing this other thing, but they don't necessarily allow themselves to see what's being presented the way you did. It was literally an opportunity presented that you could have just looked right past and never got to this space in the way that you did where you could be that person for your daughter the way your parents were able to be Mm -hmm. for you. But you welcomed it in by first recognizing it 
but you gave yourself permission, even if it was unconscious, to go into something you never imagined. And I'm wondering if any of your clients or your other experiences that came up at all, where you're like, wait a minute, there's, there's a permission, an inner permission that's missing from this. I think that's so common. I think, and, and I, I've never really like dug into the word pivot, but I was, I was, when you were talking, I was thinking, you know, pivot almost has this sense of like, we're grounded here and we can only move so far. Like mm-hmm. we can only change the trajectory so far. Yeah. And I've, and I've really liked reimagine, um, a, a coach of mine had used it. And I, I really liked reimagine because in my head, it's like, you can pick yourself and plant yourself someplace else. someplace new. Like you can, you can really put yourself in a different position. And for me, I just, I I think I saw what I was missing out in. Mm -hmm. I think it was a little FOMO. Like, and I think your, your brain does it in the right way and saying, you know, I had these like heartstrings pulling towards like leaving my own, you know, leaving corporate law and starting something of my own and growing roots in the community. And I had someone tell me, you're only going to regret not doing it sooner. And I stewed on that and I just literally sat on that and I thought, huh, where would I be, you know, if I stay in this position, where will I be in a year? If I pick up and make a call, where will I be in a year? How dramatically different are those lives going to look? Yeah. And, you know, I just, I think what I kept calling in was what I wanted for my future family and like what I pictured. Has it been easy and rainbows and butterflies every time? No, it has not. Right. But I also think that you know, it, I knew what the long-term vision was mm-hmm. and I was willing to make those sacrifices in the short term to kind of get there. You also, in, in addition to making sacrifices in the short term, something for the, for the long-term benefit of it, something else that stood out for me in our pre, you know, kind of green room conversation was how you work so hard to make it easier for the attorneys that you would then hire so you could inspire them the another p word that I'm a little shaky around but the privilege of being able to stay home and I'm shaky about that because I know some people listening are thinking privilege attached to something completely different just from the financial mm-hmm. perspective and although finances matter money matters it's included in that I mean it from a time availability a spaciousness in their schedule um where they can literally make room for all the juicy good things that they want to do for themselves as well as for their families if they choose to have them. Cause I know that that's not necessarily a requirement to work for you. Of course. And I, and I really feel like for me, it's, it's like you said, it's just, it's this space mm-hmm. and you know, I want someone who that makes a difference in their life. Yeah. Our positions are not for everybody. We're, you know, for the listeners we're we have part-time positions. Mm -hmm. And what I like about it, it's a really collaborative atmosphere. It's more hands on deck. It's more brains. It's diversity of thought. It's diversity of background. It creates just a wider understanding so we can better understand our diverse and like wide base of clients. We have different industries, different interests, different types of different personalities. We have all the things. (laughs) And so being able to serve from that, that point has been wonderful. Um, and what I wanted was someone who like who just didn't see this as possible. My um, one of my employees, she 
it, it was so funny. She applied for a position when she was like, I don't know, eight or nine months pregnant. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I saw this position and I knew I had to have this job. Like, this is exactly what I was dreaming up and I didn't think existed. Mm-hmm. So I had to put my name in the hat. And I was like, well, I really need to hire someone now. You know, I unfortunately I need someone to start soon. And I said, but reach back out to me after yeah. you, you know, after you have him, reach back out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, two weeks after she had her son, she was in my inbox. Mm-hmm. Like, I am, I am still so excited about this position. I would still very much like you to consider bringing me onto the team and I will be ready. And she gave me like a date, like I will be ready to start work on. And it just, and, and to me, the amount of, of like, just like power she brought into that, the, yeah. the, the way she showed up wanting that position, like fighting for that position mm-hmm. and for that vision that she had for her family. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to make room for her. I need to find a spot to bring, I'm bringing her in. Like, That's what I'm talking about, Lauren. She, she what the kids say, shoot your shot. <laughs> she shot yes. her shot. And that was true, like pun intended for all, the title of the show. She was an ambitious woman who chose to balance boldly. She yeah. took a risk even following up with you that soon where you could have been like, you know, no, you need at least six months. Cause you know, there are some people who feel like they can dictate someone's recovery, right? Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. that you could have done should you had decided to be a non-anomaly person. <laughs> no, I think it's, you know, it's just wonderful to start thinking about having the choice yeah. and, and being able to, to reimagine, we'll just keep using that word, reimagine what it, what it can look like. And, and I really think that for me, it's about family. It's about quality time. Those are my love languages. I, that's what makes me feel good and making room. And, and, and the reason I love your podcast so much is it's the, the balancing it's, it's willing to do the uncomfortable thing, willing to put the boundaries in place and respect them, willing to do the anomaly thing and 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 do something different than the way that it's always been done. Um, I always have to re you know to encourage my clients. I'll be like, we're doing a service agreement or something, and I'll be like, so what are your office hours? Oh, I really don't have any. Um, okay, do you have like a you know preferred form of communication? How do you and your team work best? Do you work best over email? Do you use a Trello, Asana? Oh well, you know well, right now what we're and I'm like no 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 not what are we doing right now. I want to know how you would work best. Exactly. I'm not writing your contract for the version of your business right now. I'm writing for the the version of the business that you want tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And does that version of you have a no texting policy? Yeah. Because I do. I mm-hmm. and I, I I I love my clients and I many of them text me about personal stuff and we're friends. Right. But I would have to be really honest, it's a really beautiful distinction to have like I like that my my text messages are just mine. Like Absolutely. they are not an email. They're not like I'm not being like attacked from all ends mm-hmm. with work. I have places that I go in, go into my inbox for work. Yeah. And that's how I work and balance life not getting the notifications from everything where people can come at you from your DMs, your text messages, your inbox. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that I have to tell people and then they're like, well, that's really uncomfortable to me. I'm like, okay, okay. but like, would it make you work better? Mm-hmm. And you let them kind of sit with it for a little bit. And then soon enough, they're just like, man, I'm so glad you did that. Or they'll tell me, I remember being so uncomfortable when I first use an online calendar, do you use an online calendar? I do. We use Acuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 
it it was so uncomfortable for me because I thought that what I would be saying when I put an online calendar was that I am not accessible to you. I am not here to support you when you need me. I am unavailable. I, I, I was thinking the worst version that you could put on the fact that I had an online calendar, mm-hmm. that's what I was putting onto it. And then I finally said, you know what? I just got to do it. And I've got to make myself available for blocks of time, yeah. not sprinkled throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I need to really be more smart about this. And I did. And what was interesting, and you talked about permission earlier, was people said, some of the boundaries that you have have given me the permission to do those. That part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I heard the the release that you just gave in that breath because you were thinking of the clients. I can, I can see it on your face. You guys can't see her, sorry. But <laughs> I can see it on your face and when you were like the heaviness of the challenges that your clients that I know you teach them how to own their day um, in the midst of other things that you really encourage them to do to be more fiscally responsible and to, to get their ducks in a row so they can really protect their businesses. I saw it on the weight mm-hmm. of your shoulders and then you actually breathe through it, which is just beautiful to, to physically say it. Sorry, guys, I know you can't see her, but <laughs> it's such an important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking to myself when you were talking about the discomfort that your clients were um, kind of pushing away from is a statement that I tell all of our clients. We work with a lot of power couples and married women entrepreneurs that are just, you know, wanting to make a good relationship better. Really, they're not knocking on the door of divorce or anything. They just want to amplify intimacy and play and all the things. And when we're getting into really cheeky things, because as a, you know, sexologists and all the things that I do too in my bag, we have to go into the weeds of that conversation. It can get really uncomfortable. And some of the narratives, the stories that they have around um, physical intimacy, communication intimacy, play, conflict intimacy, all of it start to show itself. And my kind of mantra to them is always, your release is on the other side of this resistance. We have Mm -hmm. to push through it. We can't get over it. We have to push through it. Because it's huge. And of course, in doing the work to get through it, we can see like, well, where did that thought come from of, and I'll use your calendar example for this. Why did it feel pretentious to you? Mm -hmm. Why did you feel like it was bad to, and this isn't a real question, but you know, this is where I would go with the clients. You Mm -hmm. know, why did it feel quote unquote bad or unfair for you to give people an easier way to align so you don't have to, we know you go five emails. No, one yeah. o'clock, no, one fifteen. Oh, no, sorry, check my calendar. And it's a, you know, I'm unavailable that day. When it does really simplify on so many levels, but it also acts as a little bit of a gate, I would say. So my younger self, the Kia, my full name is Nikita, but my friends that grew up with me call me Kia. The Kia in me would always say, I don't want to be accessible. I'm available, but I'm not accessible. So you have to go through a little something to get to me on purpose. You have to earn your way into this space because this space is sacred. Your space is sacred too. You just may choose not to have a gate around it. Mm -hmm. But as a a mom, a minister, a wife, a lover, a grandmother, like all the titles, not including the work stuff, I know how important my space is, not just time, but my Mm -hmm. space. So giving you a gate that you have to do a little bit to un do the latch to walk through. If that's not something you're willing to do, 
then we have to look at whether or not we're in real relationship with each other. Because I'm willing to do it for you. Heck, I'll fill out your application form so we can have virtual tea together. I'm okay with that because I respect the space. So I think you modeling it for yourself as well as your clients is something else that a lot of entrepreneurs, if they're honest with themselves, and I know you guys are listening, you don't always do it. You don't honor yourself by doing the thing that you're teaching others to do so that you can be in integrity with it, Mm. which I'm sure comes up in their lack of systems or being all over the place, right? Oh, yeah. I think, you know, uh, it's funny. It's, you know, a little unrelated is there's a stat that says um, companies who trademark their business within the first year earn five, no, Three times, I'm going to, I'm butchering it. Three (laughs) times, five times, I think it's three times as much revenue in the first five years. Mm -hmm. And to me, I've told multiple people this. Do I think the trademark has value? A hundred percent. Do I think most of that is the type of entrepreneur, the type of business, the mindset behind that investment? A hundred percent. I think a hundred percent behind, I, I don't think that is a causational Mm-hmm. Um, or what do they call that? Causational, mm-hmm. um, you know, stat. Mm-hmm. I, I think that there's a relationship there. Yeah, a correlation. Mm-hmm. I think there's a correlation, but I think a lot of it's mindset. Yeah. And I think that's something that we all take for granted is those investments, the and the willingness to make the uncomfortable decisions to, like you said, I loved that respect your space, mm-hmm. find integrity with, you know, how we want to plan out our day and when we want to have calls and let people in to yeah. our space. Because I, I know for me, I work better, which means my clients get better pr- product if I have a chunk of time. I don't work better in like little increments. Yeah. I work better with chunks of time mm-hmm. so that I can really dive in. Yeah. And if I had calls every 30 minutes, no one would be getting the best of me. A thousand percent. Is you, don't, you sound like someone who doesn't play in distraction where some mm-hmm. people prefer to have you know, five pots <laughs> boiling and three things in the oven, you're like, give yeah. me the one casserole to work on and it'll be the best thing you've ever had in your life. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's, it, we are always afraid of how that looks, but how's it going to look if I don't give you my best work? Yeah, that's true. That would not be balancing boldly and people would take your ambitious woman card away from you. <laughs> <laughs> so Lauren, with all the things that you're doing and creating space for yourself, you know, reflecting a culture of real work-life balance just in your practices with your your hiring practices, as well as what you offer to your employees and other partners and associates and all of that, that you're doing constantly. And you need a little something extra for yourself. Maybe it was just a really great slew of amazing things the last three months, but it had you on your toes. How are you giving yourself permission to pause? I love this question. And you know what? I, as much as I want to be this person that like, oh, I always do. I'm not. And I find that energetically I need different things. And the moment to pause is going to look different depending on the week, the day, the month, Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling. And I'm just going to be totally honest. Last night I went through my closet with like, like like I was ruthless. Mm. I went through my closet. Like I have not touched that in years. My ex-boyfriend from high school gave me these sweatpants. Why the hell do I still have them? I hope I can test on your podcast. Yes, of course. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Like I went through that thing. Like I have never gone through it before and it felt so good. 
Mm. And I just like, I, I put on some music. I went in with a glass of wine and I handed my husband the baby. And I, to me, I was like, I, I want to feel good about myself. And I put clothes on, yeah. um, I'm post baby three months mm-hmm. and things are different. Yeah. Things are Things are bigger, small. I mean, there's all kinds of things going on. That, and, and my clothes don't fit the way they used to. And like some in like a, just a preference way, you know? And I was like, you know what? This new version of me is going to dress different. And I want different things. And there's, I want, I don't want a million clothes to go through. I want some really good pieces. And I'm going to go home. I'm going to go and make room for that. And instead of putting it off, that's what I needed to do. And I, I you know, there was a, probably other things I could have done. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to feel good today. This is what's going to make me feel good when I wake up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and this, like a reset. Yeah. And that's what I need. And sometimes it's, you know, a chat with my husband. It's, it's different every time. But mm-hmm. last night it was, it was a bag full of donations. <laughs> Which I love. I love that part of your detox cleansing post baby nesting <laughs> that was happening mm-hmm. was in the spirit of gifting. Right. Yeah. Like as much as you were clearing, you were doing it also as a place of contribution to other people um, who are in a different way where those clothes that no longer serve you at this stage can serve someone else, which I think is perfect. I'm going to plug the book that I listened to to prepare myself to be a little more ruthless this time. Mm-hmm. It's called Project 333. Ooh. And in one of in one of the things she said, why do we all have so many coats? I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, for anyone who doesn't know who I am. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. We don't wear coats. I have so many coats. Oh my gosh, I have coats. And it was supposed to be cold here. It was like our last cold day and it was going to be 55 and rainy. And so I went through and I intentionally picked out coats and was like, I'm going to keep these handy and not in the back of my bag. And if I pass by somebody on the side of the road, looks like they need a coat, I'm going to hand it to them. Oh, wow. And you know what I think I'm going to do is I'm not going to donate those in the big the big bin, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to start doing something a little bit more like that because that mm-hmm. I always feel like there's an opportunity to have something on hand that would be a value to hand off. Yeah. And that when she said that in the book, I was I was listening to it because, you know, mm-hmm. mama doesn't have time to read. I got to multitask. <laughs> right. It really resonated with me. And yeah. I just feel like there's a way that we can that we can sim- make our lives more simple yeah. so that we can spend time where they, we want to spend time. But also, like you said, find a way to kind of give back and, and do something with it. Yeah, that altruistic part of you does need to be served. And mm-hmm. some people choose not to serve it because they're so, quote unquote, booked and busy and not creating any space for what's next, not only for them, but energetically for the legacy that they're creating. And you're already doing that. And you guys, again, can't see me pointing. Lauren is like, I can't see you. Um, you're doing it in multiple facets. I kind of, I'm very visual. So I'm seeing you as almost a spoken will. Like there's you in the middle and then there's the eight spokes that turn the wheels. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And all the things that you've been mentioning, the work that you do just in your specific company, then you're choosing to hire people and allow them the opportunity to create space by giving them a profitable, valuable position part-time and giving them that choice versus them feeling like they're stepping down to something. Because we think about mm-hmm. that when we think about part-time. You're like, oh, I'm letting go. When there's so many people, whether they do or don't have children, want 
part time. They need that maybe because they're growing the other side of their creative brain and they need that stability where they can still work in those analytical skills and those other things. And then you have your philanthropic work and then you're a wife and then you're a mom. You know what I mean? Like I'm seeing you as like this. I wish I could draw it out, like literally the spoke and wheel of all the ways that you're churning. And I, and I think that that's goes so beautifully with the, the, the theme of this podcast is that we're not meant to just serve one, one spoke, right? We're meant to be a whole person and we're meant to have multiple interests and we can't let any one spoke misalign the others. They all have to work in concert. I'm thinking this is beautiful, like working so beautifully. You have to work together to, to build this balance so that the wheel turns. Absolutely. Absolutely. and, you know, I think sometimes it's really easy to to want to be busy. And, like, I was talking about this with some friends. You know, there's this anti-hustle culture, which I believe in, like, not having too much hustle. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in, like, doing what makes you feel good. And if you're someone that likes to be busy, yeah. then, like, be busy. By all means, do what feels good to you. Yeah. Just don't do what's going to burn you out. But I I like to be busy. I'm not someone who like can just sit at home in silence and read a book all day. I'd be bored. That's just not my personality. I'm not built that way. No, but you, you know, just wait 10 more years. No, go ahead. You know, but I think that that's something, you know, it's something that goes, you know, that we, we expect there to be all these norms. Mm-hmm. And I, and I just don't think that there is. And I think we, you know, in order to give our, our best in one area, we really have to honor the other areas as well. A thousand percent normal is not necessary. I, I stand in that. It's okay that you grew up seeing a certain thing, being a certain way. That does not necessarily have to be your truth today and what yeah. you're choosing. And I, I hear you a thousand percent in that in so many ways. You um you mentioned the B word, busy, and mm. uh, one of the B words, my favorite is boundaries. But <laughs> when when people talk about busy because of that hustle culture and all the things that can get them in a space where they're just doing emails back and forth and not setting up a calendar, not having a CRM, not having some formal way to communicate that allows them to still live outside of the great work that they're producing. A lot of the times it's because they think they have to be booked and busy in the way that we used to to define busy, where now it's really about being productive, right? Like, you know, you could be busy twiddling your thumbs and, and kicking your, your socks around for two hours mm-hmm. and look up and say, where'd the time go? Because you had TV watching you. You weren't even watching it in that moment. Or you could choose to be productive and say, you know what? I need this downtime um, mm-hmm. to just not be stimulated. And that's a part of being productive, to let everything unwind for a moment before I get up and go get it, whatever yeah. that is that it is. I think a lot of people don't put enough emphasis on how productive downtime and rest time can be. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's that's a novelty and I and I like that you said that. I really do. Thank you. You're you're the best. Lauren, you We're have just to diving back and forth. I, 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 I think I think that these are good conversations and yeah. like a really it's a really organic good conversation to have about, you know, all of the things. There's so many pressures, how many like the should do's, the mm-hmm. you know, want to's but I, I, I kind of find that for me, it's about finding a lot of streamline alignment. Mm-hmm. You know, how can my efforts here align with my efforts over there yeah. so that together, maybe 
it's you know, I'm condensing time. You and I are over here talking with our hands. Yeah, I'm part Italian, so I can't help it either. Um, but yeah, my I, ancestry, I'm not, but I'm I'm vibing with you. <laughs> I, I I just think it's so important to you know to not you know I, I read a book where you know discussing with your significant other how important kids' birthday parties are in your social calendar. And that's just like the one that came to mind, but like literally talking about what are we willing to say no to? My husband and I, you know, we both grew up doing sports and I think it's very important to expose your kids to sports, music, you know, give them those opportunities. But we actually had a discussion of, you know, do we want to be the parents that, you know, do the traveling sports things that is Mm -hmm. for some people and they enjoy that. That's That's not for us. And we've already made that decision Mm -hmm. that, you know, we want her to, you know, feel like she can really be part of a team. We want her to, you know, definitely go down those roads, but we also have to think about the things we're willing to say no to. Because if you don't set up those boundaries ahead of time, I kind of find that if you make it easier to break your boundary than it is to reinforce it, yep. your boundary is always going to break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And therefore I have your no spirit. Test- <laughs> yeah, I have a, a no text policy with our clients. And like I said, many of them can also be friends. And sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll forget and they need a little friendly reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually text replacement on your phone. So you can type, I type the word by email. Mm-hmm. If I type the word by email on my phone, it types out this message that says, thank you so much for reaching out. But can you please go ahead and send this to me via email? so that our team can better serve you and we can get back to you in a timely way. You know, it's something like that. Um, And it's so much easier for me to type the word by email Mm -hmm. and have the text replace come up than it is for me to like answer that question real quick. Cause you know, it's just one question. Yeah. But if I'm, because I made enforcing the boundary easier, it's something I'm willing to defend. Yeah. We could be friends. Um, I I, (laughs) I love that. I didn't know about the text replacement, but I love that. What I'll have with my clients that are also friends, because many of them are, is personal stuff we can do by text. If it's work-related, because, you know, I am a balance and relationship advisor, so we're dealing with sometimes very sensitive information for Mm -hmm. their safety, which is what I tell everyone, for your Mm -hmm. confidentiality, your safety, for your discretion, I have a double password on my WhatsApp. Where my, where my cell phone, you know, my kids are grown. They could either be like, mom, let me see your phone. Let me order DoorDash, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. things are there. Kids are nosy, right? But they yep. cannot, unless they have my face, they cannot get into my WhatsApp. And then I have it face and password or face yeah. and pen. So you have to do both to be able to open up the WhatsApp yeah. messages. Um, and it's an extra step for me, but it makes things easy and simple with the clients. Like, you know, you're, you know what you told me about your husband. You don't want that. You know, you know, you don't want my 21-year-old daughter to see that. So let's put this here, right? So we can celebrate those wins or deal with those fires that are yeah. coming up privately. But also, I'm not checking it after a certain amount of time. Like, right. you, you know the evenings are off. Um, so that helps You give yourself a place to go when you're in the mode to serve and at your best. Yeah. And then this way, you're not just like, well, I was about to text my, you know, daughter real quick. And then all of a sudden I saw Mm -hmm. a client thing come up. So like, I'll just answer this real quick. You're not in that mindset. You're not going to serve you or them best. Mm -hmm. And so I find telling people like, like find places to put places to like for communications is going to make our lives so much easier. A thousand percent. I think 
We could do a collaborative workshop on places and spaces. Ooh, <laughs> I can feel it. Right? The spaces, the make room, and the places of boundaries. And put, mm-hmm. Oh, that, that'll be coming to you guys soon. I just saw it and downloaded it <laughs> in my spirit. <laughs> so, Lauren, tell everyone how they can connect with you to get more about what you do, how you do it, and how you can help them if they need your services. Yeah, the best place is go ahead and hop on Instagram at the Lauren Boyd. Um, we also have a firm profile. So if you're just wanting like, and honestly, I'll be, I'm just gonna be totally transparent. It is planned out for the next year. There is content dripping out there twice a week for the rest of the year mm-hmm. on just some entrepreneurial friendly legal tips mm-hmm. about all the things. So it's a great place to check out. There's new tips twice a week um, at, at guide my business on Instagram and both of those, you can find our website. Um, I'll be really honest. There's a lot of baby pictures on my personal profile right now. Um, but I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, focus on what feels good to me and share what feels good to me. Um, I shared a topic there the other day about how I'm always hearing, Oh, just you wait, just you wait. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, she's a great sleeper. Oh, just you wait for that four month sleep regression Mm -hmm. and, and how that's a thief of joy. And, 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 and just doing things that are on my heart right now on that, on that Instagram. And it's been feeling really good not to feel like it has to be a place for business. And it's really just been about, you know, connecting with everybody. Yeah. And it's, um, it's been really lovely building those relationships. Like I I use that term on purpose, balance and relationship advisor, because you don't balance well if you don't have poor, healthy, highlight healthy relationships. And if you do have relationships, you absolutely have to create the boundaries so you can balance so that you go in. And I love that you're, you're not only focused on it, you are in a space of this is what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm good with this. Like I love Mm -hmm. my baby. I love spending time with her. I love looking at her face. I love capturing her face. Guess what? I'm blowing up your feed on my IG today and you're going to deal with it because my daughter, <laughs> she's going to be everywhere. And you'll see a couple of legal tips in the middle of it because mama's a boss too. Yeah. And you know what? That's the type of person I want. I want the client that can appreciate that. Yeah. I took a call when I was loosely on maternity leave still. And I said, you know, oh, thanks for being so accommodating on my schedule. I was still on maternity leave. And, you know, and they said, we love that. Like, oh, tell us about your daughter. Mm. And I'm like, that's that's who I want to work with. I don't want to work with someone that I have to pretend that I don't have a family. Absolutely. So go go on Instagram, check out the cute baby. And um, if you want to chat more, you know, you can slide into the DMs. I'm giving you permission um, <laughs> to chat with me. And, you know, um, yeah, I hope this, I hope this episode helped. I, you know, I, I think you and I chatted about a lot of things that, you know, it's taken us a long time to make those decisions and to feel good with those things. Absolutely. Like you said, not, you know, not get over it, but go through it and really work through those issues. Yeah. Um, and so I think we had a lot of a good conversation and, and hopefully this gave somebody the permission that we hope we didn't need to give you, but maybe it did give you some permission to kind of make those steps quicker than yeah. the lessons we had to learn. Absolutely. That unsolicited permission comes in handy for yeah. all of us. Cause sometimes we have to, you know, retell ourselves like, Oh, you know, this is not necessary, right? <laughs> like, you know, it's okay. Grandmom can get the calendar link too. Don't play grandmom, but you can get the link too. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't make grandmom use the acuity or the calendly calendar link to get on your schedule, guys. <laughs> but if she acting up at the table, you can tell her you can get that link too, my mom. You can get it. So 
<laughs> Lauren, you are such an amazing human, and I'm so grateful that you took time out of your schedule, time away from your precious baby girl to speak life into all of our listeners, and we really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you for having me and giving me the opportunity just to get to know you better. I really do. Stop it. (laughs) Balance Bully listeners, we thank you so much as well. If you are new to the BBP, which is the Balance Bully podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men, please do two things. Make sure you obviously listen to the show. That's not the number one because you already did that or you wouldn't be here. Review this episode and share the balance tools that Lauren just dropped because she shared so many of those gems with someone in your ecosystem that you know could really benefit from them. If you're having a hard time sharing a conversation with a colleague, a friend, a sibling that might be challenged with some boundary issues in life or business, this is a great gentle episode to share because of the way Lauren kind of seeded it in without it feeling preachy teachy. And I really personally appreciate that because I know sometimes it can be hard for us when we're having these conversations. But if you really want to share it with someone that you think could lean into that a little bit more, share this episode. And even when they get to the end of this and they hear this, they'll share it with someone else and we will create that ripple effect so so many other people can truly balance fully. In the interim, I'm at, at Ask Nikita on all the things, IG, Twitter, all the places. So come on over and get some great information and more tools on how you can balance your life, your work, your love, and of course, your relationship with yourself. Until next time, enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.